Hello, everyone, and welcome to day two of the College Disc Golf National Championship recap show. Um, after dark. Very, yeah, after dark again. This time, there was no guts involved. It no was guts just, involved. instead, storm rolled through about midday. Beautiful weather this morning. It's a good storm, though. It was, it was a scary storm. It was a good storm. Beautiful weather this morning. Storm rolls through. Uh, everyone's called off the course. Uh, about an hour and a half-ish Ish. delay, uh, which pushed... The women's singles finals and the men's D1 um, start times for the lead cards back to about 4.30-ish. Um, they were able to finish in daylight, though. Yeah. Really out. not even close to pushing to dark. Yeah, no, um, it worked out just fine. Storm and, blew away the bad weather, and it ended up being nice. Yeah, it ended up being a beautiful time. day. Yeah. What we had talked about yesterday a little bit, where there was the 64 singles that went out, 64 men played yesterday. Yeah. Um, and we're like, wonder how it's going to be. I Today was a scoring day. It was. It ended up being. Wind today. was down. There was a few. There, some players might have had to play a hole or two in the rain. Yeah. Maybe three holes in the rain, but not, not many holes not in the rain. Much. It got It turned and, into a storm pretty quick. And then it turned into a gorgeous day, wind down again. Yeah. So today was a scoring day. And my goodness, did some players take advantage. And today we have like much more conclusive results because yesterday, because... Like half the field at, at, for D1 men's had played singles and the other half hadn't. It was kind of like, well, we kind of know where people stand. But like now, tonight, we know where teams stand heading into the rest of the uh, event. Now, before we're going to talk about some team where teams are standing now, and I got a top of the hour, apologize to Houghton University. Yeah, you got to really apologize. Um, and the whole community, because apparently I've gone viral in the Houghton University community. The Houghton faithful is. I thought say. yesterday I pronounced him Houghton multiple times it's houghton what's their mascot i don't know but you know what i do know is find out. they were able to hold their own through singles which was what we thought was going to be their test yeah they popped off in doubles very solid performance in doubles yesterday obviously they had the lead went out today in singles put up a respectable score Absolutely. to hold their own um they are now one stroke off of the lead because clemson did some unbelievable stuff in singles yeah i best single were they the best singles average i think i will double i'll verify but there's no shot they, they weren't they had to be my phone won't let me verify that i don't know what hoden i don't know what their mascot is either i gotta be honest with uh, you. but anyways clemson has jumped hoden now they have a nope, one they're the highlanders highlanders Go uh, Highlanders. clemson has a one stroke lead over hoden um, after the singles round is again so how singles works is all four guys on the team and for the women's we'll talk about them in a little bit all two women they all play you take the scores average them together to get you your one score under yeah uh, under par so clemson averaged i believe it was a seven under par par was 60 yeah clemson averaged in singles i'll say that again a seven under par which for reference hot was 11 Yes, so I was eleven. So, like, averaging singles. seven is insane for yes. four guys on your team. That's it was ridiculous, unbelievable. So, yeah. they were able to make up a three-stroke deficit from yesterday and turn it mm -hmm. into a one-stroke lead going into tomorrow. Uh, then we have a two-way tie for third, I do believe, here between Emporia State yeah. and Ohio State. They're sitting three strokes back of Clemson. Yeah, very doable because we're headed into the Gorge Double. Mm -hmm. Which, for those of you not familiar with North Cove, the Gorge is where every course out here has a lot of OB. The gorge, though, is where, I mean, there's some real teeth out there. It's the separation long. really happens out there. Yeah, a lot of separation. It's one of the few courses that, like, going into doubles. And even if it wasn't a course, there's a lot of separation. It's close enough at the top that there will be some competition. But, like, 
I would say you can be six or seven back right now and going into the door gorge there. There's a chance like you can. Well, let's you talk go about crazy. that line. Um, seven back is about where I was thinking that puts there's a big tie for 11th place at seven strokes back at 13 under, yeah. which consists of Georgia, Liberty, NC State, Portland State, Colorado State and North Texas. Yeah. Just on the outside of that is Virginia Tech, um, the, you know, solid school. But I think that eight strokes with that many good schools ahead of you is going to be a bit to overtake. Yeah. Seven strokes is even going to be a big ask. I, I think it's really going to take two double digit rounds at the gorge. Like you're going to need like a 10 and a 12. And then you're going to have to hope some of the better teams up top don't fire like that, basically. And, you know, it, it's certainly not good to be out of position, but there's hope. You're just going to need two magical rounds at the gorge for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, realistically, I'm trying to scroll down this leaderboard, see if there's anyone that is shocking that is not in contention anymore. Um, I think one shocking thing from a older collegiate player mm-hmm. is seeing Ferris State in 30th place. Yeah. Um, I think they were even this year... Uh, we we were talking to some people before the event, and one of them, I believe, even told us like, "Well, you always got to look out for Ferris." Yeah, seeing them this far down, um, a little bit surprising. Uh, let me see where the current national champs ended up after singles, because they were holding their own. They're they're still holding their own. So they're at sixteen under right now, only four strokes back. Yeah, uh, the defending national champs. They've obviously they know these courses. They played them well last year, well mm-hmm. enough to win. Um, they're in an attacking position. So tomorrow's top pairing will be on Clemson and Houghton. Um, they'll be the ones on coverage. Yep. And then the chase card will be Ohio State and Emporia State, both tied up. Um, we've seen firsthand Ohio State is very solid at the gorge. Yeah. We won't spoil a bogeyber battle we shot out there, but we know Ohio State's capable of scoring. We'll, we'll say about that. They're a well-rounded team. Um, and they even, I believe, I don't want to butcher who it was. I believe it was Carson. The match play? Took down the match yeah. play, the inaugural college disc golf match play championship today Mm -hmm. so he's already a national champ carson is exhibition exhibition national (laughs) champ but he holds the college disc golf national match play championship title he does um took down jonah from liberty Mm -hmm. uh on a pretty electric hole 18 finish there but let's actually look over into the d1 singles results um and we can kind of look at the cut line a little bit too but so after yesterday because obviously the top 64 played yesterday we had, I believe yesterday, Noah Free of Missouri was in the lead at a 10-under. Mm-hmm. I believe. Today, we had Clemson, Shane McCullen from Clemson shoot a 10-under, and Caleb Fennell from Oklahoma Christian shoot an 11-under. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean he won. There is a final 13 holes that will be played at the Gorge um, tomorrow. His tee time is actually 4.10 p.m. is when the lead car for that will tee off. Um, but some notable teams that are still in it due to some of these plays Cincinnati was able to get two guys at nine under par. Mm-hmm. They had, we were looking at it yesterday. Their one guy that made the top 64 struggled, struggled out there bad. Yeah. Cincinnati still in that six strokes or better cut gap. Right. Um, because they were able to put together some very solid single scores today during the scoring day. Um, some other teams that had solid singles performances, Liberty overall had a pretty solid singles performance. No one ca- came close to the solid performance of Clemson. We already talked about Houghton. They were very solid. And Noah Free, by the way, plays for Missouri. So, you know, uh, probably speaks to their success from last year as well. Um, trying to scroll down towards the cut line here. So the cut line this year was six under par out there. Yeah. That's really, a very tough Really cut tough line. one. And it came down to the very end. There was a ton of guys tied at five. 
that was where the cut line was. And then Lance from Ohio State, I believe it was, ended up making a putt on 18. Yeah, he told me it was like a 35, 40 going, footer. Going to six under and breaking that that tie, essentially, like squeezing in and knocked out a ton of guys out of the finals. Yeah, because I believe Brutal. it was top 28. Top 28 in all and ties. basically there's a tie for 17th yeah. that goes down to 30th place. Yeah. So, very brutal cut line there at that six under mark. That was a tough tough mark to hit. Um, but Certainly. The schools that are towards the top, the schools that are in contention, got at least two guys in that cut line. And that tended to be true of college disc golf historically as well. You needed, yeah. you needed guys to be fighting for an All-American spot. Now, right. how All-American works... Um, assuming this hasn't changed, but how it's always worked it is, I looked at is it. after the finals, places one through 10, mm-hmm. first team All-American, places 11 through 20, second team All-American. Yep. So that's always something exciting that these guys are fighting for in the finals. Obviously, you're fighting for a national championship title for singles, but if you find yourself in, I mean, right now they're tied for 17th, so yeah. it, everyone's in it. But if you find yourself towards the back end of the stretch, you know, in 12th, 13th place, you could still push for first team All American. Certainly. Um, and that's an honor to have. Um, so that's something I know people always care about during that during that finals. Now, over on the women's side, let me switch up my tabs here. You have to have so many tabs open I to know. follow this thing. All so right. many things to follow. I wish it was all in like a pull down tab yeah. on the live scoring. So the women's D1. Fully wrapped up singles today. We'll talk yes. about that in a second. But their uh, scores are in for their team play. And the returning champs, Missouri, back in the lead, but now tied with BYU. Mm-hmm. They're both tied at three over par after singles. And not too far out of it, we have Liberty's A-team and Oklahoma State. So Liberty University and Oklahoma State are four strokes back, both tied there. And then Milligan is sitting in fifth place, five strokes back. Um. Very make upable. Very easy to make those strokes up as Trevor drops drop his phone. phone. Very easy to make those strokes up, but we saw players from Missouri and BYU today. They seem like a very solid team, both of them. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's going to be tough to make up strokes on them. Their lead card will be teen off at 1.40 p.m. tomorrow. It'll actually include a threesome, so Liberty will sneak onto that lead card, it looks mm. like, um, tomorrow around 3. And I believe they're playing boulders tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. If this will let me... Yes, yeah. boulders. So they'll be playing the boulders course tomorrow, which that course, they've been playing River Run. River Run is the easiest of the three on the property. Yeah. Boulders for the women's D1 team will bring in a lot of separation in doubles. Yeah, that's going to be super interesting to watch in doubles just because, you know, boulders, there's quite a few holes where if you don't get a lot of distance off the tee, you know, you have pretty long approaches, even for a lot of the men's players. So I'll be very curious to see, like, what the scores look like. There'll be certainly a ton of separation opportunity yeah so it's far from over yes. um now what is over dunzo is the women's d1 singles electric. and it was electric trevor so and i followed electric. along for pretty much all of the most of it final 13 yeah um we were watching some of the men's d1 and then jumped over there i think around hole three or four of the final 13 and watched it all the way in and taylee rowley from byu was able to pull it down um yeah. incredible play down the stretch it was constantly back and forth between her alexis kerman from missouri and cc from wisconsin madison um they were going lily, back and forth lily, lily mar was, was right sneaking well. up in there she had a few big holes uh well she she had a few big holes at the beginning then came back yeah and then a few big holes at the end right um that kind of lowered her down so that was the top three though taylee alexis cc and Taylor was able to take it down. It was an awesome moment on 18. 18 is a great finishing hole in River Run. It is. Yeah. It is uh, great it to see that. It sets up nice for a gallery. Yeah, so that is kind of where the standings are now. 
now that the singles round is behind you, this is when the tournament starts. Oh yeah. Um, because so like we talk well, the, about the wild card of the singles round is over now, so now it's kind of like you know you know where you stand. Big yeah. Because day one singles we talked about or doubles we talked about, you couldn't win it day one. You could definitely lose it. Day one doubles was stay in the fight. Right. And on the men's side, that looked at being around you know ten nine ten under was kind of like mm-hmm. we're staying in the fight. Singles that's when you really make up strokes. Mm-hmm. So with the average, it's not as drastic as it used to be, but you saw Clemson able to really right. put their name in there. Now the singles is behind you. Those blow up swing opportunities, way lesser. Oh yeah. They're heading to the gorge. The men are women heading to the boulders, similar effect for both divisions, a lot of separation possibilities for doubles, but at the end of the day, it's still doubles. So that's where you can make up three, four strokes around, but much past that. It's going to be very hard to do. Yeah, I, I think, you know, in doubles, the name of the game is like you are no longer going to be able to make up any strokes making pars, and it is a hard course. Like you have that you have to score. You have to score, 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 um, and, and make no bogeys. That's that's the only way to get it done now. There's, there's you know, you got to switch your mindset from singles the day before because, like, you know, there are some good rounds, but, you know, six, seven under is a great score, and there's plenty of opportunities to, to lay up, play safe, you know, not mess with the OB, but now it's going to be pedal to the metal. And you're going to see a lot of those teams that know that they're five, six, seven strokes back. They've got nothing to lose. So they're just yeah. going to be going, throwing super aggressive. And there's a lot of chances at the gorge to throw really aggressive shots. Uh, and at this point, yeah, you just have to score. You have to score in every chance you can get. And every missed hole is just like another wound. Basically it's, it's tough to come back from. Now the gorge is, um, I'm trying to think, the Gorge is probably the toughest course outside of Dean's Cup that college disc golf has seen, um, especially in a national championship. Toughest in a different way, because obviously WR Jackson is probably the toughest relative yeah. to par, but WR doesn't have the, the type of OB that they're going to see out here on the Gorge. Right. What If you're a team that's kind of towards the lead, you're a Clemson, you're a Houghton University, where you're happy with where you are, you just want to keep that, you want to make sure you're in that position in Saturday. Yeah. What's your strategy in doubles? Because we've always been a, a aggressive first, layup second team a lot of times. Yeah. Um, do you flip that with how much OBs out there? Um, we were never aggressive first layup. Well, when second. it comes to <laughs> when it comes to like your approach shots and uh, stuff like, like that. putting and whatnot, you're saying yeah. yeah. Well, not necessarily just putting. But I was to say like drives. We usually were no layup. drives. Your layup first, aggressive second. Always, I don't know. Period. I, I mean, but I'm saying nowadays, even like we played the gorge, even some of the putts. The putt, yeah. This, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of like really big decisions um, as far as the approaches and putts of like, okay, the, the the basket's on a huge mound and like, yeah, you ran it and rolled away, but like, do we? You know, it's only a thirty footer. Like, we can't lay this up. But if we roll away again, we're losing a stroke. There's going to be a lot of decisions like that to be made. You know, those schools at the top, you can't really step off the gas at all because. You, there's too many talented teams out there that like it's you know going out there being in the lead and going out there and shooting five under just isn't going to cut it like you're going to yeah. get buried so like you you really have to just continue to step on it um, and play your game and yeah I'll be curious to see like there'll be a lot of aggressive plays and there's going to be just there's going to be a lot of throws going out of bounds like well yeah when we played the gorge because um, this is a new course obviously to this tournament. Uh, at least this preview show D2 has played out there. I believe the hot round for D2 doubles yesterday. I haven't looked at their scores today. It was like round of seven under. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, 
but it's a new course to the D1 division going over there for this tournament. And it introduces just uh, a much different tournament aspect where when we were playing it, we both noticed like you you can't relax on any shot. Mm-mm. Every shot, every approach shot, like on boulders, there's some shots you're like, okay, I there I can't really mess this shot up. Right, it's just grip it and drive, rip it. It's an easy drive. Like uh, I'll just worry about the upshot. Yeah, not the case at the gorge. At the gorge, every drive, every approach shot, every putt, there was some sense of danger. There was something you had to think about and consider. Yeah. It's a mental mentally tasking course oh, yeah. out there. Um, I expect D one hot round to probably be around 12 that's what i'm thinking I, that's what i would guess yeah. it depends a lot on the weather tomorrow right i'll the, take a look at that that right is now, true but depends a lot on the weather tomorrow but if the weather's like it was today we know there's rain in the forecast pretty much all rain day. just rain but just rain is not that big it's not that big of a deal Although the wind I will say, is interesting one thing to, to think about with rain is wet grass and there is skips. a lot of tight fairways where a skip uh, is you know Ooh. is very bad so so it seems uh wind seems down wind seems semi down but gusts up to 15 to 17 miles an hour okay towards the afternoon but five mile an hour constant wind so not too bad nothing crazy the rain will definitely affect how the course plays because some areas it's going to puddle up and you're going to get no skip and other areas it's going to be right i can think i can think of a lot of spots where there's mounds or slopes that like if if you don't have if you have wet grass there you're sliding and skipping off towards the ob it'll definitely come into play yeah um sometimes it can mess up people's footing so with the rain it, it double digits it might be 10 under it's closer to line I'm, i would still say 12. um but so if you're a clemson you're a, a houghton university or something like that you, you got to be getting to seven eight under at least yeah i mean at I, least i would think that all those teams have their their eyes on double digits like yeah. that's, that's really what you have to shoot for it's going to be a very interesting final stretch to this tournament we also i believe tomorrow we'll have the men's singles final In go down so there will be a that's single be super exciting there'll be a singles uh national champion crowned tomorrow as well um while we wrap it up with this trevor because you got to watch some d3 we both watched a little bit of d2 because we were watching the match play why don't you tell me your favorite moment of the day? Favorite moment of the day. Putting you on the spot. Uh, well, I would I would say my favorite moment of the day comes from the women's D1 finals. Um, and it was probably that that final hole watching that drive. Like, I think that was the most electric moment when of the day. When it was day. rolling towards the OB. So, basically, you had Taylor two-stroke lead going into 18. Um, there is a creek that kind of goes to like an island style green, but you can lay up short of it as well. And she yanked her drive. Looked like she was probably going for it. Yanked her drive. It hits a tree that's short of the creek. It drops. She turns around at this point. Like I think we kind of upset. Yeah. Well, I think she thought it was gone and I kind of did too, but then I was like, Oh wait, that's just going to drop in, which is fine. And then it started rolling. And I was like, Oh, well now it's definitely going out. And we lost sight of it. And then we hear everybody start cheering and like throwing up the safe sign. And like she turned around and was like, what just happened? And we get up there and the disc was literally on the OB line pretty much. It was like touching it safe. Uh, and that eventually led to her winning. But like, I think I was, that was a pretty electric moment. I'm trying to think if there was, there's anything else we saw we we heard a, a bunch of throw-ins we think there was like two on 18 yeah we saw one guy running from 18 from it looked like 300 feet down yeah, the hill somebody somebody there. had a bomb there was on an that ace hole. on hole nine today yeah. i believe missouri's d3 team. i will say i did get to witness um i was following uh d3 i guess i was this was second or third card even might have been third card that my brother was on um and the guy who ended up winning 
D3 came from that card. He started the day at two under and shot eight under in 13 holes to win at 10 under, um, which was, so I got to witness that happen. I mean, he literally started off with a par and I think he went like birdie, birdie, eagle, birdie. And just, he really torched that course. He was playing really, really well. Um, so that was, that was pretty exciting getting to see that happen. Um, his name is Micah from Anderson. So shout out to Micah. So that was fun. I got the Yeah, we, we you know what? When it was all said and done, we got to watch two national champs tap out on 18, which Micah didn't really tap out. He hit a no, like 35 yeah. footer. He made a, he made a nice putt, putt there on Ended 18. Ended up being the national championship winning putt. Yeah. So, um, so we got to witness two. I think I got to go with the same answer. I, I'll man. just say, I'll, to be slightly different, I'll just say Taylor's win itself, just tapping out. The cool, but the, watching watching the national champion get crowned, there's nothing so like it. The cool thing about this tournament is because there's so many different divisions going on, and like, yeah, you could say like, oh well, like the division three, like it's not as big of a deal, but like to to those players, it is. Like that's what they're competing. That's their towards. national champion. Yeah, you know, that's their national championship, and like, there's good players in those divisions. Um, you know, Micah played fantastic. He shot an incredible round. I'd love to see what it was rated because those are rated rounds. Um, but I, it's so cool that like there's because there's so many divisions. Like throughout these next few days, you can kind of just almost just walk over here. That person's coming down to stretch to win a, some kind of championship. Oh, the match play thing's ending over here. We'll watch that ending. Like there's so many dramatic moments, and you can just like walk into one, and all of a sudden you're in it. Yeah, like that's that's that really was fun. what was cool. So we went, so we went women's. Yeah. First off, we watched the D3 men's singles. Watched that come down the stretch. We didn't know at the time of him hitting right. that putt he won, but he ended up winning. But you could feel the moment still. Yeah. Came back, ate some lunch, went out, watched some D1 men's, popped over to the D1 women's. You could feel the energy coming down the stretch. We watched someone get crowned national champion, walked up, filmed some D1 men's, walked across the street, and watched the match play championship come down. Yeah. So it was just boom. Adrenaline-filled moments that just threw you back to competing and threw you into it that's what that 1057 final yeah 1057 and college ratings d3 college ratings 13 hole 13 hole yeah (laughs) it's a pretty insane rating but yeah there you have it so tomorrow again will be the first day we'll get a good taste of the gorge it'll really set the stage for the final round we'll see because the gorge plays different than boulders so there's some teams that shredded boulders that might not shred the gorge so we'll really get to see who's looking the best who's going to be the favorites going into saturday um the drama is far from over. All divisions are pretty close right now. All divisions are kind of up for grabs. So Certainly. it's going to be electric. There's going to be more national champions to talk about tomorrow as well. So you're not going to, want to miss it. And again, stay tuned for the coverage is coming out on the PDGA and Skyheiser of what we just were talking about. All these moments that we were talking about, most of them were being captured on coverage. So yeah. you can witness it just like we got to today. Um, it's absolutely electric. You're going to love it. And hopefully you've been enjoying this coverage of College of Disc Golf. <laughs>